Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 313, recorded live on Sunday, June 23rd, 2013. All right, so random topic. Okay. Rolled ahead of time. I actually rolled a nat 20. So, random topic is, is it morally wrong to ignore the law? Oh, this is perfect segue in. (laughs) Well, there's no law in there. I will freely admit what I just suggested is immoral. Um, All right, Andy, what do you think? It's one of those things where is the rest of society also ignoring the law, i.e. everybody going five over the speed limit down the highway? That's not really immoral. Technically, we're all ignoring the speed limit law, though. Yeah. But it's definitely not amoral. Some of the the higher-up laws, then yes, it would be uh, amoral to ignore. Yeah, but, I mean, really... Really, is it that bad? It's a slippery slope is what I'm hearing. Well, where's the the line is the question. Which laws? So I I guess the the real question is, is there an inherent morality to law? Isn't that why laws were invented? Laws were invented to control the population. Okay, so wouldn't moral judgment sort of be like a law? Yes, maybe. I don't know. I'm not an ethicist. There are actually people who are ethicists. <laughs> who are ethicists. As I understand it, yes, there are people whose jobs it is is to kind of examine the ethics of things. I bet they don't get paid a lot. Probably not. Oh, ethicists. So is it morally wrong to ignore the law? Some laws, yes. Other laws, no. I, I think it depends on if it's a moral law. So what would be the dividing line? If it's a moral law. <laughs> well, okay, so what law, what would make it a moral law? I, that would be asking me to define morality, Andy, and I'm, well, I'm certainly not an ethicist. I'm definitely not a, a, a general philosopher. I have no definition for morals other than what is good. <laughs> Dave has no morals. I, well, we've known that for a long time. I mean, really. Oh, it's true. Yeah, I've known that for a while. Think about that again, Andy, right? Think about all the times that we've played each other in video games. How many random topics you've tried to find loopholes for. Yep. I I just keep coming back to the idea of um, uh, which one was that? Railroads. Oh. (laughs) Do you know my my favorite tactic in railroads? (laughs) No, what? It's playing against the computer player, figuring out where they start and building on either side of their railroad before they get a chance to do anything. Just build railroads on either side of them so they can't move. God, that was such a bad game. It was a great game. It was a great game, but it was it, the, the multiplayer was brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. It was a fantastic game. I wonder if it's available anywhere. I don't know. Are you checking Steam right now? I'm checking the official site of Sid Meier's Railroads, which just says in stores now. And the download section is coming soon, and the copyright date is 2006. I think they abandoned it. I just keep on getting DLC for Trey, uh, Train Simulator. Yep. I don't think it's available anywhere. You can get Railroad Tycoon 2 and Tycoon 3. Yeah, but I want railroads. 
I don't think it's available anywhere anymore. Probably not. Which is too bad. Let's see. Find games. Railroads. You can still buy it from 2K, but the official site is kind of bad. You can buy it off of Amazon for $5.29. For five bucks? Wow. They need to get that thing on Steam. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Andy, what about you? What do you think as far as a moral law? You've been asking me, but you haven't answered yourself. Uh, I would say ignoring... Do not ignore laws that put other people in danger. Well, but that's what the speed limit law is for. Getting echoes about your response. Well, because it makes sense. I know. But it's honestly just... <laughs> that's that's called ignoring a law that you don't like, Andy. <laughs> if you're alone on the highway, there's no one else around, does the speed limit really matter? Yes. Because sometimes it's not other people, sometimes it's other cars or safety conditions. For instance, you may recall driving through Montana, there were posted speed limits. Yes. That's because for certain parts of those roads, if you didn't obey that speed limit, you were flung off the side of a mountain. But if you were in the car by yourself, then the only person hurt would be yourself. Well, what if there's a house at the bottom of that mountain? I'm trying to answer the question. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez, I'm getting a freaking peanut gallery here. Yep. Oh, poor Andy. All right. We will, I think, end here then, Andy. Oh, thank God. We'll, oh, we'll let you God. off the, the spot. How did I get a key to Texas? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was flipping through my keys in Ingress. I have a key to Texas, and I don't know where I got it from. Right, anyway, I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> that's it. All right. Bye, everyone. This is episode 314, recorded live on Sunday, June 30th, 2013. All right. Random, to- random topic. Random topic. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Rolled ahead of time. Yes. If we could, what one extinct animal would you like to bring back to a normal existence? So not even... Are you playing Sanctum 2 right now? I'm launching Sanctum 2. I'm not playing Sanctum 2. <laughs> I'm sitting there just looking at down the little corner where my little timer is, and all of a sudden a little steam window pops up. Lord Thanda. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not playing it. I'm preparing. Because I'm also thinking about what extinct animal I would want to bring back. To a normal existence. So we're not talking Jurassic Park, where it's in a zoo. Contained environment. So it's, one- it's bring it back to, to reality in like yes. a full real environment. Yes. Laura says a Tasmanian tiger. Ooh. What is a Tasmanian tiger? Well, Google it. You've got Google. I have Google. I'm going to Google Images. She follows up with the Michigan lion. There was a Michigan lion? I don't know. I would almost want to go with the mastodon. Why? Think of a major... Do you you want elephant... Wow, those are vicious-looking creatures. The Tasmanian tiger? Holy shit. That jaw. (laughs) Wow. That's like a snake's jaw on a tiger. That's... No. (laughs) No. Just no. No, that's way too... No. Um, Go ahead, Andy. Sorry, I'm not... Mastodon? 
almost would want, think of the amount of food source that you could get out of that for cold weather climates where there isn't much of a... Are you assuming that they are tasty? I don't know. I tried, there was nothing there. I, I You really can't eat elephant meat because that would just be bad. But think of it, it's almost be like a, a yak plus for cold weather climates. I, no. <laughs> a yak plus, do you like that one? I think yak plus. I think most of the, the extinct animals, I'm pretty okay with them being extinct. Maybe that one turtle that's supposed to taste like really, really good. God, the mastodon was 12,000 years ago. Mm. I don't know if they would actually be able to survive in a warmer climate. It's still plenty cold up north. True. Laura wants the American lion. Pass. I'm, um, as I said, I'm pretty okay with most extinct animals being extinct. What about the actual American buffalo before don't we, it don't we crossbred one? with cattle? Maybe, because they'd be tasty. True. It'd be a, definitely a better secondary... No, I don't want buffalo in New York. I just want buffalo. You just want buffalo. American bison. Here we go. Because the... So the buffalo that we have now are not, like, actual buffalo? Andy? I thought the ones that are currently out there are a uh, subspecies that combined with the... Uh, Usually when you when you cross species, they're sterile. I'm not sure. I'll have to look this one up. Okay. Just be... You do that. I'm going to go with nothing. I don't want nothing. to bring anything back. So you're saying that even if it was a human-caused extinction? Like the dodo? Yeah. Or the buffalo? Or the mastodon? Well, the mastodon probably wasn't us, because that was 12,000 years ago. Andy, when did humans show up? True, we might have had the uh, homeo... I don't know, who was around 12,000 years ago? Was it the homeo erectus? I don't know. Homo erectus, sorry? Homo, Homo erectus. Let's check this. Why did mastodons go extinct? Oh, Homo erectus was 143,000 years ago, so a little bit newer. Disease or humans? Some were sticking around till 1700 BC. Really? Yep. Huh. Was not expecting that. Yep. So even though you said the humans killed them, you would still not bring them back. Right. They would not fit into the current world. There would be problems. So you're basically saying that we made our bed, we have to lie in it. Yep. Okay. That's an honest answer. Yep. All right. I I accept your answer, Dave. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now you should go and have a nice 4th of July. You too. And I'll see you in two weeks. Yep. That's a wrap. This is episode 315, recorded live on Sunday, July 7th, 2013. Random topic. Random topic. Which I don't know what it is, because Andy didn't tell me. Sorry. I I rolled ahead of time. I knew what it was. Because Brian was here when I rolled. Um, The random topic is, who would you want as a third co-host? Huh. That's a little awkward. Mm. Well, Andy? I'm not the one who pissed off Brian already. When did I piss off Brian? I'm pretty sure what you said was code for not Brian. No, it's that I don't know. That's code for not Brian. We have a co-host on the show, and the question is, who do you want as a third co-host? And your first answer is not the person on the show? That kind of downgrades the person on the show. Well, so what's your answer, Andy? I was thinking more of a 
broader sense of what we would need as a third co-host. Because there are some things that you and I agree on, and it's hard to have a discussion without somebody playing devil's advocate. Jack Thompson. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Andy, was that yes? I don't know. I didn't count how many no's he said. I think one is enough. If you counted at least one no in that, then that was enough for me to say no. But if you say it twice, it cancels itself out. What? What? That's the way it works. Negatives. We know math. Double negative, Andy. That's not even math. That's just logic. No! (laughs) What was that for? All of them! That is an all-encompassing no! No's follow associative properties, so the all-encompassing just applies to all the ones on the inside. So I think we just negated everything? Are they associative, or just, I don't even know anymore. So I think Andy is not in favor of Jack Thompson. Let's put it that way. Okay. So no Jack Thompson. No Jack Thompson. Tom and while, Jackson. I, while I'm actually just a guest, I wouldn't. I would think that having maybe a, a female perspective would be interesting to have from time to time. Yes, I, I would agree. vote for Kate, but I know that's not going to be good. <laughs> I would love to hear from a cat, but she's often busy. We've had cat before. I do agree we? on the female perspective. That would be kind of interesting to see. Uh, how much the outside world, the outside world being outside of me and Dave. Which is quite a large world. Yeah. Actually would... Uh, there is nothing outside we... of Andy and myself. Oh, God, Dave. Someone's egotistical, but we already knew that. Why are you whispering, and why are you whispering loudly? He's trying to talk to me, but he keeps forgetting he pushes the button. <laughs> it's just a habit of mine now. I do it, too. I think the first show we did after doing one on Mumble, I was doing that with my normal microphone on Skype, which does nothing. Absolutely the nothing. Button. It does nothing! I'd, I'd like to see... Yeah, I, I agree on a fee. Maybe someone who's actually involved in the industry so we get more of the insider perspective oh that's no fun so dave wants a female insider i want somebody who doesn't agree with me i disagree i know that would make a good co-host because if you get everybody who just agrees then you got a bunch of friends who are just sitting around giggling the entire time and while that's fun for us (laughs) less fun for listeners yeah i could giggle Don't make me break out the giggles. Andy, don't do it. Sorry, we're having a little bit of a uh, a conversation over here. Damn it, guys. We're having a gigolo problem over here. Don't ask. Just Just don't ask. That's the other problem is we also need somebody who's not on the inside of our jokes. Yes. Right. Also someone who's not at one of our physical locations. Well, that's not hard. (laughs) Um, I don't know. So I would suggest a female person one of your friends who you can get on to talk on a regular basis that would be my suggestion dave what's your suggestion shigeru miyamoto i don't think you're gonna get him on a regular basis plus we don't speak japanese we'd get an interpreter yeah good luck at that on a weekly basis? Reggie? Why are you going to Nintendo? I don't know, because I don't want Jack Tramiel or, or uh, Jack Tra- whatever his name is. Why are you going to, like, CEOs? Because that would be fun. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> I agree with Kate. Just have the President of the United States if you're going to go that way. I mean, if Barack wants to show up on the show, who are we to say no? Pick somebody that's actually reasonable. Come on, Dave. 
Someone obtainable. This is Dave we're talking about. He finds loopholes and goes. This is not a loophole, Andy. This is. Uh, what, is what is this then? That's this my question. If this is not around. a loophole, this is his fantasy. Is what it is. We want a real answer from you. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of of people I know that I'd want as a permanent third spot, and can't think of one. What I really like is the rotating third spot. I like having differing views come on. I like having multiple people come on. Well, you could still have that with the fourth person. You don't have to necessarily stop that. Okay, so now the question becomes, how many people makes too many people on a podcast? Because I remember some of our post-packs podcasts where that was literally a clusterfuck. I think five. Five people makes too much. Yeah, I think four would be a good number. But when we had, like, what, six on the podcast at this post-pack oh, thing, more especially than with, like, one microphone? The, the three-hour special that we split up between three podcasts? That was the first one. I'm talking about the later ones as well. Yeah, a lot. I remember being in a room with, like, eight people. <laughs> and one microphone. Yep. And Tony was in control of it. I don't know why I let him have the Pass mic. Pass the mic. Pass the mic. So, since we're not going to get a good answer out of Dave, Andy... I don't think you're going to get a good answer out of Andy either. I honestly like our current situation of just almost having a rotating third co-host. This was actually my plan many moons ago of just trying to see if we could get Johnny on once a month, get Tony on once a month, get Cuzza on once a month, where it'd be the two of us and then a third person on a rotating basis. There's actually some spreadsheets, which I'm not sure if I shared with Dave or not, of actually planning this all out, but this was in my head for a while. So for a permanent person, Andy would want somebody who is somebody who can change themselves all the time. Yes. But that was also my idea, especially now that we're kind of doing that now, is when either I or Dave can't join, then you just have the main co-host and the third person as a, as a duo. Which is kind of what we've done in the past. Yeah. Yep. Except we make the duo a trio. Because it seems neither one of us is able to be contained by a single person and must be split between two people. Talk about ego. Yeah, I mean, I was going to... Andy, I think I've got a new title for... We're all jerks. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Bri, what do you think? So I've you, you, are you I, sticking I with your, with this your one. female insider thing? No, I wasn't an insider. You did the insider. Oh, I had to say a female voice. Host. Just anyone, because this is a very male-centric uh, conversation. It'd be interesting to get another view. <laughs> Are you saying this is a sausage fest? Yes. Okay. I mean, it did. But then we just start hitting the more expansive problem of the female representation in gaming. Yep. Why? Who said this podcast had to be about gaming? Last I checked, it was random access. True. Focus we did on talk about things that were not gaming. Because that's what you guys are into, and there's not a third person to say, let's also look at this. Would you really want us to talk about, like, Justin Bieber or something? Why? Why? Not all girls want to talk about Justin Bieber. Now we just had Justin Bieber submitted as a random topic. Son of a fucking... Way to go, Andy. I, I find it interesting that you think that girls would like things oh, so I, oh, I took, different. I, I just went for the first thing that was a drastically different topic that Dave and I would not talk about. Inverted? <laughs> yes. yes, for some reason, Justin Bieber was the first thing that popped into my head. Not sure what that says about you, Andy. He doesn't like Bieber. Is that how you spell Bieber? B-E-I-B-E-R. Yeah, okay. 
All right. Well, then, I think that's everything. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Thanks for... Uh, I guess that's yeah. a wrap, then. Okay, thanks, everyone. Thank you. This is episode 316, recorded live on Sunday, July 14th, 2013. Random topic. A really interesting one. Yeah, this is actually a recently uh, submitted topic for one of Kate's co-workers. Um, there's another one on the list that I am not really looking forward to, but we'll get to that one when we do. Okay. So this random topic is, if the internet went down forever, forever, like would that be the end of civilization? What would happen to society slash people in general? So first answer... No, it would not be the end of civilization. No. Uh, second answer, it depends what you mean by the internet is gone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about during my run today. And, and you know, I am all, I'm hesitant to kind of go down that path because I don't want Andy to say like, oh, Dave's just looking for loopholes. But it, I mean, it really is going to change. Is the internet gone because there's no power? Like, are we is doing the, revolution? Are is we the doing... internet gone because they passed a law that says computers are now illegal? Which actually was one of the topics we had that we didn't talk about was with uh, Florida and a very badly worded law. Right. Like, where, why is there no internet? Is does that mean that there's no networking of computers at all? Well, the internet. No, there's a difference between the internet and the World Wide Web. Yes. So if there's no internet, I mean, you know, it, can I then not connect to my bank's database? Because that's I, pretty I'm, much how the the credit cards are done now. Well, that's the thing is like that's credit not cards online anymore. <laughs> credit cards, checks, and that sort of stuff was around before the internet. Yes, but those were they were phone based before the internet. Yes, so it seems like we would just drop back to the 1950s, 80s. But, what 80s? They were still phone based in the 80s. True. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to say. I mean, like. My, my so my gut answer is the way she intended the class, the question or he intended the question is no it would not be the end of society my interpretation of it is that the only way for that to happen is if society ended is if society had ended now you can say Andy that I'm I'm looking for a loophole or I'm looking for a special case but that's I mean that's what makes sense to me. So it well, okay so we'll go along the lines if what happens if we got stuck back in 1980s pre-internet technology. What would happen to our current civilization if that happened? How? Like that's I don't know. We but we'll just theoretically say that happens. Take our modern society and somehow drop it back to 1980s pre-internet technology. There'd be a global economic collapse. There'd be looting, rioting, mass murder, shooting. The military would have to step in and take over. Because of all the banking transactions that were done over the internet? Well, because no one would have money. And True, because I'm guessing all of our banking data would be... Well, Banking data, um, logistics, moving food from the farms out to wherever it needs to be. In fact, most farms would stop working. A lot of farms are remote controlled through the internet. I would love to see a citation for that statement. (sighs) Modern farm equipment internet. I I know they have remote controlled stuff there because they have the super... Uh, specific GPS stuff there, though, because that was the whole thing with um, 
the company Lightscribe or something like that, who was having a fight with the uh, GPS frequencies because their frequencies and the GPS frequencies were next to each other. So I know there's remote Oh, farm equipment, but I don't think that the internet yeah, would be part to, of that. I have to check it. Well, not necessarily the internet, but again, a network. Would that be really a bad thing, though, to kind of just take a step back and... I, if you are one of the lucky people who lives through it, you'd be fine. be interesting to see how all these modern kids would have to learn what an encyclopedia is. Yep, I'd have to find a new job. <laughs> True be really hard to do electronic medical records without the internet. Well, then you'd probably just go back to the classic giant server in the basement. Uh, yes, we could still do that, except that the server connected to everything on there, that's the internet, Andy. <laughs> well, no, I just mean uh, building specific. Local networks. Yeah, local networks. Well, so our local network's still okay? Well, it's not part of the internet. Except that as soon as I take two of those local networks and connect them, I have the internet. You have a internet. Okay. I, where's the line? What's stopping me then from recreating the internet? I don't, uh, God, now I have to remember how, well, the stuff I read in, uh, the book that I was reading called Tubes, which was actually about the physical structure of the internet. Right. I'm saying if, if we are disallowing the internet, we are disallowing networked computers. I'm as just saying, soon as you have two computers networked together, that's an internet. Well, it's a network of networks is what the internet specifically is. Okay, so if I have four computers, two of which are networked, the other two are networked, and then I connect those. But yeah, the, the question becomes, when is that part of, when is that just a private network? Right. When is it part of the internet? Right. Because you can have private, where, wide area networks. Where are you drawing the line? I don't know. So I'd, I'd say you have to take it to the extreme and say there's no network computing. Which, I that seems ridiculous if you take it to a completely illogical conclusion. Well, I'm, you know, with no... Granted, this is a pretty illogical a problem. Question. Yeah. And with all due respect for, for whoever submitted the, the topic, it's a good topic, it's a fun thing to think about, but it's kind of ridiculous. What do you mean by there is no internet? Try telling our modern kids that. What do you mean there's no internet? So when I grew up, we had granted to- there are still places in the United States which does that not have have internet access. No, yes. heck, I could I could drive three miles away from this room that I am currently sitting in and have no internet access. You could also be in the room you're in and just turn off your computer. True, but then I would still be accessing the internet through the cell phones. Turn off your phone. Lots of yeah. I feel like there should be just be a national no internet day. See how people I feel like that would be a terrible idea. I, know. I would like to remind you the economy. There's got to be a mm. no. <laughs> Andy, look at what happens whenever there's a, a large regional blackout. I don't have a problem. Well, granted, now I actually would have a problem because then I'd get a call from the radio station going, "We have no power." Yep. Which now that I think about it, do we have any sort of how much of the stuff? that your radio station does is handled over the internet. Yeah, the university would have backup generators. I'm willing to bet contract negotiations, information about what you're playing. Yeah, that stuff is put online. Yeah. Most of our stuff, though, is pretty low-tech. I can honestly tell you that. We're a pretty laid-back radio station. Okay. Where if we lost access to the internet, yes, our internet stream would go down, but we could still keep going as long as we had power. Would you still be getting new content from the recording studios? Um, right now, most of that stuff is 50-50 digital and physical. But then you're losing half of your new content. 
yes, we are losing half of the new content, but it's still, I'm telling you, from the record labels that we talk to, some of them are switching to digital-only distribution of their new content, but it's yep. still not 100%. They will continue to move that direction. Yeah, because it, it, it's cheaper for them rather than yep. having them print out a million CDs, CDs and sending them out to a million radio stations. Yep. All right. So would society collapse because of lack of internet? Probably not. Would the lack of internet be because society is already collapsed? Probably. How would people react? A lot of people would be upset. Some people would be like, eh. Some people would have to find new jobs. Yes. That would be me. My new job would probably be, I'm going to start rebuilding the internet. All right. Well, the infrastructure would probably still be there. Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe the infrastructure was torn up, and that's why there's no internet. Really, the amount of fiber that is everywhere. Ah, uh, give me another reasonable reason why there's no internet. I don't know. I can't think of. Did they, they, they take down the like seven or eight DNS servers? I thought there was like 21 DNS servers now. I don't know. They're all in a bunker or scattered around in bunkers. There's enough of them out there that it yeah, you'd it'd have be to take hard. Down all of them, and new ones could probably be put up pretty quickly. Unless you did something. How did the? Uh, how was YouTube taken down that one time? I don't know. I remember it was something with the DNS servers where somehow the DNS servers reported that you like told YouTube is actually pointing to a website that was not YouTube. Oops. Yeah, if you could just get a, a small virus to propagate through the DNS servers. I think I just came up with Dan Brown's new book. There was actually, um, Tom Clancy sort of did that with uh, Wall Street at one point. Oh, fun. Where he, somebody had put a virus into one of the backup computers. Yep. And so it slowly propagated out through all the computers. Oops. And then with a couple of incorrect keystrokes that were put in there, Oops. it started uh, zeroing out every single uh, Wall Street transaction. That's really funny. Yeah, the day YouTube died, it looks like it was back in 2008. All right. Well, on that happy note of civilization being collapsed, we will see you all next week. Thank you very much for listening. As long as civilization is still running. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be here again. All right, see ya. That's a wrap. This is episode 317, recorded live on Sunday, July 21st, 2013. All right. That would be the random review. Do you want to know what the random topic is? I actually know what the random topic is. I'm sad and disappointed in the random topic. Yep. It's the Biebs. Justin the Biebs. Bieber. You, you're really going to call it the Biebs? Everybody calls it the Biebs. Aren't you hip with today's youth? No, I'm not. <laughs> is that really a question? <laughs> I'm I'm just curious how to spell the Biebs. Is it probably yeah B I E B S? There is right, no there we go. spelling of the Biebs. No, no, because it's Bieber, B I E B E R. So mm-hmm. the Biebs is B I E B S. Oh look, it's the Biebs.tumblr.com. I wonder what this is like. No, no, Andy, don't. <laughs> oh look, Andy, it's the Biebs. Don't. Why would you do that? So many pictures of Justin Bieber. Why would you do that, Andy? Now it's in your Google history. I can remove it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, he grew up in London, Ontario. Yeah, he's Canadian. You didn't know? Well, yeah, but he's, like, outside of Michigan Canadian. Yeah. He was raised in Stratford. He's Canadian. <laughs> well, I know that, but I'm saying, like, he's local Canadian. Local not like, Canadian. 
Not like, you know, Vancouver. Which is local Canadian to people in Seattle. Yes, but I'm saying local to me is Stratford's what? Is that something that you consider like a badge of pride? I'd like to support local. I'm not going to support the Beebs, but I I, I, I like to support local artists, except that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious now how about the the Stratford? R A T F O R D. Stratford, Ontario, Canada. Yeah, it's only a four-hour drive. So, what, you want to go see where he was born? No. Andy, I've, I'm Andy, still considering him a local... Are you a Justin Bieber fan in disguise or in denial? I don't even know anything Justin Bieber has done. Sure you do. I have? What movie did he just make? He made a movie? Yes, Andy, there was a movie. You can try and pretend that you don't know that the movie exists, but we all know that you own it on DVD. I own what movie on DVD? Whatever the Justin Bieber movie was called. <laughs> you don't even know! I just know you made a movie. You sound angry that I don't know more about Justin Bieber, Andy. Well, you're trying to blame this Justin Bieber bit on me. Well, no, it's the fact that it's the random topic. <laughs> That is actually partially my fault, unfortunately, that I was sitting between Brian and Kate. And that's not a good place to be when you bring up Justin Bieber, because then... This was uh, one of the episodes, I don't think, when Brian was on. I'm not sure if you were there or not. What did you do, Andy? I somehow got Justin Bieber on the random topic list. Well done. God damn it, Andy. What is he, what has he done? Well, well, let's look at the news for Justin Bieber recently. Let's see what, what has he done. He lost a monkey. <laughs> he, he what? He lost a monkey. The Boston Bruins roped off their logo so Justin Bieber can't step on it on the floor of their dressing room. Good. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of ridiculous. What, what else should we say? This is worse than bobby pins as a topic. Miley Cyrus told Justin Bieber to take a break from showbiz. That's an odd combination. He'll get married. No, no, because he was Selena Gomez, or are they broken up? See, the fact that you know this, Andy. <laughs> I thought everybody knew that they were together. Okay, we're done before Andy reveals more of his Bieber fever. Thank you. I don't have a fever. No, I don't have fever fever. This is all your fault, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. That's a wrap. This is episode 318, recorded live on Saturday, July 27th, 2013. Uh, random topic. Come on. Random topic. You're going to have a hell of a time editing this down. All right, here we go. Random topic. This, I, oh. Using a piece of wire, a car window parking pass sticker, an egg carton, and any inexpensive hardware store item, create something that would solve a problem. <laughs> yeah, Kate pointed out, duct ta- buy duct tape. It fixes everything. You don't even need the rest of it. You just get duct tape and you're good. I, I mean, the wire itself. <laughs> the wire and electrical tape. The problem is there's a gap in a wire. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with the parking pass? I'm going to park somewhere. 
<laughs> I'll use the parking pass to park near the gap. <laughs> Take the wire and some electric tape that I bought from the store. Now, the, the difficulty would be, is this a live wire or not? I don't know. Because if, if I'm putting, you know, if I'm patching this gap in the wire and there's... Oh, here we go. That's trying egg carton. I figured out the egg carton part of it, too. Insulation. I was going to say uh, using it as some sort of, like, outdoor weather enclosure. Oh, so you can put that around this gap in the wire. Yes. I see. That way the water does not get into and mess with the electrical tape. I mean, someone's basically asking us to MacGyver something. Yes. And this is a very silly MacGyver, too. It's we, like, we where did you... MacGyver. <laughs> like, there needs to be a task. There needs to be an objective. All it says is create something that would solve a problem. There's many problems in the world. I'm not sure that... Where did you... A window parking pass sticker with the... Who came up with this one? I'm not sure. You know what? This is, this is what we're going to do. We're going to open this one up. <laughs> oh... I have a rather extensive library of games on Steam that are just sitting there in the sense that they, uh, they're in my inventory. I already own them, but they're in my inventory. So send in your submissions. Andy, read it one more time, please. Using a piece of wire, a car window parking pass sticker, an egg carton, and any inexpensive hardware store item... And so let's let's put a more uh, more defined limit on that. You have five dollars to spend at a hardware store at retail prices. Okay. So keep going. Create something that would solve a problem. That's it. That's that's the end. Okay. So send those submissions to mail at rapodcast.net and the one that Andy and I like the best, and it's going to be completely arbitrary, I will tell you right now. I will send a list of stuff from my Steam inventory and you get to pick something. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. Alright. Cool. That's it. Yeah, that's... Alright. Bye, everyone. That's a wrap. This is episode 319, recorded live on Sunday, August 4th, 2013. All right, what else do we have? Random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Yes. The random topic is, yes. what exotic animal would you want as a pet? Oh, oh man. How exotic are we allowed to go? I, I just said, what exotic animal would you want as a pet? Does the animal have to exist? I can only go by what is given to me, which is well, what I'm exotic... Well, I'm asking you for your definition of exotic... Okay, fine, I'll look up the... Define exotic. Originating in or characteristic of a distant foreign country. What exotic pet? So wait, does that mean that like if you're living in Africa, what we would consider an exotic pet, for you, you would consider a buffalo as an exotic pet? Yes. Buffaloes would be exotic for places not in the United States. Okay. The Mustang would be an exotic animal. Well... I mean, Mustang is a horse is not exotic. True. Ligers would be pretty fun. <laughs> I, I would count that as exotic. That, that would be... Laura gave that one to me, and I agree. Ligers would be a lot of fun. I don't know, something cute. Red Panda. I would go for some sort of, I don't know, maybe some sort of wolf. Some sort of wolf? Yeah. Okay. Maybe like maybe something like a sort of like a like a wolf Siberian husky sort of hybrid. So you want a dog, 
But not a dog. An exotic. A dog. An exotic dog. An exotic wolf dog. An exotic wolf dog. Go go look up N A I D. N A I D. N A I D. A NAID. National Association for Information Destruction. Okay, try NAID dog. NAID dog. Native American Indian dog. Yes. Ah, the puppy looks adorable. The one with the biting the little red stick. Yeah. Yeah, he's so cute. Kate has approved. Okay, so we're good. <laughs> so you guys might get a Native American Indian dog. Sure. <laughs> Laura just looked like you stabbed her through the heart. Why? Because she wants one. <laughs> oh. I'm not letting her get one. Because you're not a dog person. I'm so not a dog person. She, she's... Laura knows some of these images by name. <laughs> That's, that's, I'm getting off this page. That's kind of disturbing. Red Panda. Seriously, type it in. I know what a red panda looks like. Well, then why don't you want one? They are so adorable, and they are, like, always smiling. What type of, oh, it's also known as a red cat bear. That's a funny name. A red cat bear? Yes. He's so cute. The problem is I'd have to get, like, some sort of tree for it to live in. Oh, you wouldn't need a tree for it. Just get it a cat tower? Right. Now, feeding it might be a little weird, but I don't know what Firefoxes eat. Red pandas eat bamboo, I do believe. Do they? Hold on, let me get Wikipedia up. Red panda, it's slightly larger than a cat. It feeds mainly on bamboo, point to me. Mostly of bamboo. But it also eats eggs, birds, insects, and small mammals. <laughs> so, like, does it eat children? I don't know. It's Dingo ate my baby. Oh, good. It is mainly active from dusk until dawn. So it's so, nocturnal. <laughs> so you're going to be sleeping, and all of a sudden, the red panda is going to try and eat something. <laughs> eat something? Andy, it's not like it's a hunter. <laughs> Maybe you, it, if you were to look up information on a cat. It would be almost the same thing, minus the bamboo. What if you could grow bamboo in Michigan? Yes. The answer is yes. The question is, can you grow bamboo outside without tending to it in Michigan? I love how the first link is the Michigan Bamboo Company, and the second link is why you should not plant bamboo in your yard. Because it's not a native species, and it will displace native species. It can spread, it can be an invasive threat, getting rid of bamboo can take years, and require herbicide. Yeah, it, it grows. wonder if you could grow bamboo and then use it in some sort of wood-burning stove. Why would you want... Bamboo is a long-term relationship that should not be ending lately. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's, that's our answer, is you're going to have a panda... You're getting I'm gonna, Native American Indian dog? I'm going to get a wolf dog. Okay. I think Red Panda. I mean, there's other choices out there. I just like the fact that you're going to get a cat bear. I'm going to get a wolf dog. Cat bear greater than wolf dog. <laughs> Sounds like some weird Nickelodeon cartoon. Well, that was cat dog. Ah. So now we need a new Nickelodeon cartoon for wolf bear. <laughs> wolf bear. Laura's pointing out there's um, all the, the hybrids in Avatar The Last Airbender. 
Okay. Have you ever watched that show? No. Okay. Every animal is actually two animals hybrid together. Huh. There's like a lemur bat. There's a bunch of others. I don't remember them offhand. Anyway, I think that's it. Wolf, dog, and cat bear. A okay. red cat bear. Red pandas. Adorable. So much better than this freaking. Hey, before we go, uh, yeah. did anybody email you anything about the contest? Nope. Okay. Should probably remind people about it. Kate wants to participate in this contest. You should listen to the last episode then. Yeah. In fact, I think that's what we're going to do to remind people of it. Go back and listen to episode 318. You can jump to the end because there's information on the contest. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, that's a wrap. That's it. Bye, everyone. This is episode 320, recorded live on Sunday, August 11th, 2013. So, random review. No, that was the random review. That's the review, random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What is the best tasting municipal tap water that you have ever had? Municipal, so the city water. The best yes. tasting city water. Well water does not count, I assume, right? Because that's not municipal? No, that is not municipal. How is the water in Wyoming? In the town I live in now, um, we actually get our water out of, uh, um, the municipal water is out of a, uh, I forget the word for it, a big reservoir up in the Bighorn Mountains. It's actually quite good. Um, it's in here in Warland, but 30 miles away in Thermopolis, their water is pretty bad. It, um, it's the, it's the right next to some hot springs that have a bunch of sulfur and stuff in them. And, and that water isn't what you're drinking, but it's, it still seeps in. It just kind of smells like sulfur. Yeah. And it, it's not good. Um, but here, yeah, we have quite good water here in Warland. We actually have a uh, uh, distillery um, that does bourbon that is using our municipal water because it's they like our water so much. Hmm. So our water is so good, you can make booze out of it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you need good water to make good booze. Oh, yeah. Uh, Celine was very copper. I remember that. I'm I'm getting reports, and Andy, you can confirm or deny this, that Ipsy's water was terrible. Oh, God, Ipsy's... Well, Ipsy's water on Eastern's campus was... Ipsy so the, water the was better is, than Ann Arbor water. The water is only the city's water until it gets to the pipes of the building, and then the building is going to influence it. Yes. Ipsy's water was okay, but on campus it was horrible. My guess is because of the pipes on campus. Right. So, I... <laughs> I might have to, to kind of go out of the U.S. on this one. Uh, when you travel in Italy, you should never drink tap water, with two exceptions. One of which is Venice, and they, they take actually great pride in their tap water because their city water, their river water, is so disgustingly polluted, it makes the Cuyahoga look like Crystal Lake. Uh, so so their tap water, you, and you do understand that reference, right? Yeah, that was the river that was set on fire, right? Right. The Cuyahoga River went and lit on fire. Got it. It was so polluted. So Venice's city water, those canals, are so disgusting and so gross. So their tap water is actually really good because they take very careful pride in that. Uh, the other one, it was Rome. And you don't drink tap water, but you can drink from the fountains. And that water was pretty damn tasty. Granted, it was also 98 degrees outside. And almost any water will taste refreshing at 98 degrees. I can say that most of my life I've actually only been drinking well water. 
Laura is claiming that there is a town in Switzerland that is the best water she's ever had. Well, if it comes from the Northern Alps, I can see that. Right. I'm going to go with Rome. Just having the water, like, spewing forth from, from spigots all over the city, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Certainly not Madison. Madison's water is really, really hard water. Yeah, our water here sometimes comes out brown. Gross. Again, though, that's probably your pipes. Probably. It's kind of funny. Part of our any, apartment any complex. water experience? I think Andy uh, and I are both at a loss on this one. <laughs> uh, I know the town I grew up in uh, went to high school in Pierce, South Dakota. The sidewalks are all kind of red because of the iron in the water and people watering their lawns. And dyes the sidewalk red. <laughs> Sounds like a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I drank the tap water there. You know, I don't drink. A, right now, I drink water is filtered through my fridge, so I don't drink straight yep. tap water very often. Yep, we we filter the water here too. Yeah, All right. When I go when I go running, and when I which is when I drink most of my water, I run it through a Brita water pitcher first. Yep. Which is also slowly turning orange. The iron. Yeah. But like I was saying, our apartment complex is kind of funny because part of it is on the city water, part of it's on on its own uh, well hmm. because of the elevation change in part of the apartment complex one of them is too low for the uh, to be in the city water so they're on their own well interesting I know it's one of those things I didn't find out until um, our water had issues because there was a giant clog in the pipes but yeah, best municipal tasting water, I I really can't say because my sampling has been extremely low. Limited, yeah. All right. Like, all, all the best water I've tasted has been out of wells, so. Ah, What, you have a problem with well water? I don't like well water. Don't like well water. All Depends right. And where you're getting your well water from. Yep. I think it's time to call it, though, Andy. All right, Steve, before you go. All right. We always let our guests pimp whatever website they would like to pimp. Um, well, I guess my, uh... My website, which you want to pimp, I've already done that a little bit, but again, that's uh, spqrsoft.com, um, and there's links there for finding me on all this stuff. All right, well, thank you very much for um, being I also have a personal blog, is at Radical Bomb. Uh, oh, you got a second one, all right. Oh, yeah, sorry. My uh, my personal blog is at RadicalBomb.com, um, and I post random things to that. All right. Well, as Andy was trying to say, um, I think we had some audio crossover again, but thank you for coming on, thank you for talking with us and showing us tablets and titans thanks for having me and we're excited for it good luck all right thank you all right that's a wrap this is episode 321 recorded live on sunday august 18th 2013 so should we move on to the random topic sure random topic i rolled ahead of time dave what is your favorite canadian children's television show reboot damn it that was mine ah ha 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 you know the best part i didn't even need to look that one up Oh, yeah, it's it's reboot. That's hands down. Reboot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's not much actual discussion to be had on that top. What other kids Canadian TV shows are there? I'm trying to think of like most of the TV show shows that I watched as a kid. Let's see. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine was originally BBC. Um, Sesame Street was PBS. Mr. Rogers was PBS. Yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was, I don't know what the hell that was. That was, well, that was a combo of U.S. and Japanese. Have I told you about the Chroma Squad Kickstarter? <laughs> no, what's that? Uh, so it, it's, did you ever play Knights of Pen and Paper? No. Jamie's okay. probably going to be like, you're... What? My brother brought that up when I were, where I was over uh, for my birthday celebration this weekend. Knights of Pen and Paper? Yeah. It's a good game. I know. Uh, I still um, haven't done it yet. Okay. 
Chroma Squad is the same company, and it's the same concept of like a cross between the real world within the game and the game's game. And so in Chroma Squad, you own a TV studio producing a Power Rangers-like show. Huh. And so you set up the episodes and play through them, and you are the Power Ranger-ish. I think it's called Sentai? Seikai? Sentai? Hang on. Chroma Squad. Sentai. Yep. S-E-N-T-A-I. A tactical turn-based manager game. Okay. It's on Steam Greenlight. I'm good at the moment. Okay. Anyway, you brought up Power Rangers, so that came okay. to me. I'm trying to think of what other children's broadcast... Tel- Wait, Mr. Dressup was Canadian? I don't know that one. Hold on. Mr. Dressup? Let me just double-check this one. Canadian Broadcasting. Well, then, Mr. Dressup was actually something I watched. Royal Canadian Air Force, but that wasn't really... No. Hockey Night in Canada doesn't count either. Okay. Let's see if there's a Wikipedia article. Well, there's Wikipedia about children's television. There's a Wikipedia article about Canadian television. But no Wikipedia article for Canadian children's TV? No. Oh, Ingress, not Ingress. Wow, I'm sorry. Uh, Wikipedia fail. There we go. <laughs> what? I don't. My brain's kind of disconnected and reconnected, and it, it did that in the wrong way. Yeah, there's literally a article for local children's television series in the United States, but not for Canada. Oh, too bad. Let's see. The Adventures of Paddington Bear. The Adventures of Tintin. I think we we've got the answer though, Andy. Alphabet Soup. I don't Animal know why crackers. you are continuing to look. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else that I can not think. What about Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was Canadian. That was Canadian. That was Nickelodeon. Hold on, pulling up the Wikipedia article. Joint Canadian American. It, it was decent because it was just goosebumps stories retold, which were just like, uh, uh, uh crap. What's his name? Stephen King stories retold for kids. Babar. Babar was good. Beetlejuice. The cartoon. animated series Beetlejuice. That was okay. That might be in, in close running. The Big Comfy Couch. Never actually saw that one. Oh, a lot of Nickelodeon stuff was ketchup. There's a show called Cucumber. Wait, Fraggle Rock? There's no way that was Canadian. Oh, it was Jim Henson Studios. Co-produced by the British television company Television South, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, HBO, and Henson Associates. That's surprising. HBO produced Fraggle Rock. Would not have guessed. No, that's would not have guessed that one at all. I'm still going with Reboot. Yeah, I'm in J now, and there's... Okay, Andy, cutting you off. Come on, I'm at L. Cutting you off. Halfway there. Nope, we're done. But there's got to be something else in there. It was no... Yeah, I, I... Done. I can't think of anything else other than... Mr. Dress Up was... Oh, Mr. Wizard was Canadian. Done. Come on, Mr. Wizard. I actually never watched Mr. Wizard. Wait, wait, no, never mind. That was American. Why was it in the Canadian one? No, he was... Mr. Wizard was a dick. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) What? Have you not seen that? No. Is it a YouTube video or something? Yeah, go go on to YouTube and, and search for Mr. Wizard is a jerk to kids. How long is this video gonna last? Mr. Wizard is a jerk, okay. And it's just like a, a video, it's I think only like two minutes long, of him berating kids and you're like, nope, you did that wrong. Nope, you did that wrong. Way to go. Nope, nope, nope. Try it like this. Oh my god, the polka dot door was Canadian. How many of the shows did I watch as a kid real, not realizing that they were Canadian shows? Evidently a lot of them, but it's time to go, Andy. <laughs> 
Hold on, I have finally hit reboot in the list. Okay. Yeah, okay, so yeah, reboot. That's, like we said, right off the bat. What's your favorite Canadian TV show for kids? Reboot, reboot. yeah. All right, well, that's that. Anything else? Nope, that, that's it. All right, well, that's a wrap. This is episode 322, recorded live on Sunday, August 25th, 2013. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. <laughs> so where is Waldo, really? That's, so where is Waldo, comma, really? In your heart. No, seriously, this is a little guy. He's like microscopic, wears the little hat, striped shirt, and jeans. He's actually in your heart, just cleaning up as you... No? no? Was he in the uh, Fantastic Voyage? Yeah. <laughs> then he'll start expanding. And then he'll this burst out of your chest like, like that alien aliens. from Aliens. <laughs> Where is Waldo? Where is Waldo, really? In your local library. Yes. M- no! No, 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 because he's actually been, the Where's Waldo book has been, is like one of the top ten banned library books. What? Yes. Why is it banned? Where's Waldo banned? Yeah, banned books, awareness, Where's Waldo has been banned in many libraries. Why? Also, which, side note, we should point out that it's also the rest of the world in case you are where's not Wally? U.S. It, we're talking about Where's Wally. Um, a handful of people say the uh, images contain inappropriate and seditious, hidden, yeah, hidden seditious imagery. Hidden imagery. Topless, topless sunbathers, gay lovers, characters holding up the, the rocker. pale Satan rocker hand sign, and a bunch of others. What? But yeah, on the beach scene, there's a, a nip slip, which what? they edited out for the 10th, 10 year anniversary of the book. Wow. Which, looking at the image, I can't even remember where the hell it is. I remember where Waldo is. No, wait, this is the 10-year book, so he's moved. He's moved. Shit, where's Waldo? That is the question of the day, Andy. Son of a bitch, where's Waldo? You, you, want, it? you want help, Andy? Hit Windows key plus. Windows key, I, I don't have... You have a plus sign on your keyboard, Andy. Oh, it's a magnifier, got it. But yeah, anyway, because Where's Waldo has been banned in many places. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. Saginaw, Michigan Public Schools removed the book in 1989. Go Saginaw. Yeah, because of hidden imagery in a book where you have to look really closely, it's been banned. A lot of these people are sunburned. It's the beach scene. A lot of these people are sunburned. Hmm. So yeah, Where's Waldo? Probably not in your local library. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's one of those weird facts that once you realize it, you're like, wait, John Waldo. Where's he at? See the red and white booth? Yes. Middle of the page, top, go left. Ah, uh, well, alright, okay. Still haven't found the scene of people, like, splashing water on a woman and having her be naked. And in case somebody's really wondering, uh, Waldo is currently in my closet. Your costume of Waldo? Yeah, my costume of Waldo. My red and white Not right. Waldo himself. No. But my hand-knit Waldo hat, my Burberry striped Waldo shirt, my jeans, my Waldo cane. Andy has skeletons of Waldo in his closet. Yes, there is. I have multiple Waldo shirts as well. Not like the red and white striped shirt, but like shirts with Waldo on it, including the one of the skeleton Waldo. That is where Waldo is? Yes. 
in Andy's closet. Yeah, I, I still like the answer of in your heart. Waldo is in all of us. <laughs> all right, we're done. Yep, that's a wrap. Bye. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.